Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Second episode of the night. I am now drinking 32 ounces of water and I have taken two a leave. We are on the road to recovery, folks. Alex Finn. I don't know what's happening anymore. I had like maybe one twelfth of a can of Mike's Heart and two sips of tequila and I'm just gone. That two sips of tequila, man. Well, it was like that margarita mix. And now I'm just like, damn. Can't trust margarita mix. Get you no. any time. By sips, Alex means eight ounce glasses. If only. If only. I have a fucking <laughs> glass left. And Samson Davis. I'm on my second glass of Wild Turkey 101. So I think all of you guys need to step up. Listen. Fridays are for hangovers. A wise woman once said that. Fridays are for hangovers? Yeah. Hangovers are going to happen regardless of how much of this fucking water I drink. Oh, okay. I see. It's not water. Quote, quote. It says water, but she's holding up a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah. I said it was the road to recovery, not recovery. Who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Alex. Okay. Last episode, we started finding out that Dilly was super awesome at murder, but surprise, it wasn't Dilly. It was Aster. Aster's super awesome at murder, so if you need a murder, call Aster. <laughs> and then blah, 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 tentacles can tunnel, not that important. So we went to go talk to the, the one surviving tentacle monster, and they were just like, hey, whoa, I'm just doing this weird experiment with this severed head. Don't mind me, I'm leaving. I'm out. And we couldn't communicate with them because they have no mouse and their written language is not the one we understand. And so we just started stalking this guy and he was going down a dark hallway so Dilly could see what was happening. And three of his buddies were just kind of waiting around the corner, all West Side Story-like. And then Dilly made it brighter so we could see that, hey, maybe we're walking into an ambush. And, like, they were just like, whoa, he ruined the mood lighting. And we were like, hey, no big. But Race was just like, I'm sorry, I'm the trigger-happy rookie that always gets everyone killed in alien movies. So he threw a grenade. <laughs> Nix, being a bamf, just, just tried to swat it out of the air. But, like, you can't do that with grenades, so... It exploded, and Nix and Chaja took a little damage. But again, Aster, being an amazing murder monster, helped Dilly dodge that explosion. He was about to discipline this guy for throwing a grenade and doing some friendly fire, but Dilly was just like, no, this is my body. And so then we started combat, and for some reason... Drunk Alex was just like, you know, this is a misunderstanding. I feel like Chacha would be like, whoa, whoa, let's try and talk this down a little. And it worked. But then again, Trigger Happy Rookie was just like, no, I'm going to keep fighting. Also, Nick's clotheslined everybody. And I was just like, what? It was technically just one person, but I want everybody to be canon. So, yeah, we'll just go with that. Yes, that's what happened. And so, in the end, the tentacle monsters burrowed into the ground, created a light shield, and Race got his ass chewed out by Vlad. And we were all kind of just trying not to, like, stare and be obvious that we were listening to him get his ass chewed <laughs> out. And so we looted the bodies, and Nyx got some new clothes because she no longer wants to be a Willie Nelson cover art. And so then there was some mild like team building with race to kind of say, Hey, we pick on you because we don't hate you, but fuck Vlad. And then we went walking down the hallway after Vlad was all like, look how amazing I am. I'm going to destroy the light shield by myself while y'all be in pansies doing grab ass he actually said something similar to that so i'm not just being all hyperbolic that's the word and so we started going down 
the path. Nyx went off to the right. And while we were trying to like bullshit around, trying to figure out how we're going to mark the wall, Bastion showed up, told us there was this secret lab and was like, yeah, Nyx is going the right way. And then spoiler alert. Is it a spoiler since it happened in the past? No. Okay. Aster can see the horrors, but he can't like force Dilly to see them. Or at least he detects them. Yeah. So, Dilly, you have just seen in your vision it highlight a space in front of Cha-Cha and say anomaly detected. Dilly will look at Cha-Cha and then, like, point directly at the anomaly and say, like, is something right there? Dilly is definitely pointing right at Bastion. Yeah, it's Bastion. It's rude to point. Uh, Oh, sorry. Um... Bastion kind of looks at Dilly, and even though he knows Dilly won't be able to hear him, he says, yeah, monkey's point. I think Chacha does go, oh, snap. Wait, what 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 they say? What happened? He, he just said monkey's point. What's a monkey? Do we know what monkeys are? Maybe. The ninth world equivalent of a monkey, which is a primate, still, with eight arms and two legs. <laughs> well, friend's a little sassy. I mean, it's better than losing an arm. Yes? Yes. Perspective! Oh, you mean you know, I could have taken his arm? No, because there's something inside him that would probably figure out how to stop you. Oh. Oh. Well, that's not fun. I know. But, like, it's one of those... Is the rest of him interesting? Is he worth playing with? No, not yet. You gotta wait. We're trying to get the interesting part out of him. But he's really more of my friend than play. All right. All right, well... But, like, we should be able to play in the lab, right? And, oh, the tentacles tunnel, so you might be able to find some more if you go down. Oh, yeah, these things. Yeah, I've I heard of them before. Oh, you know them? Yeah, I mean, they're... I mean, they're not from around here. They're from a different dimension, I guess is the right word. You know, our mutual friend refers to it as Reval. Hmm. That's where they come from. But yeah, these things, I mean, they're constantly showing up places and experimenting on any organics they find. Oh, so they're not a good thing. Not usually. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're super clever. Like, they do some pretty amazing stuff. But yeah, like, like when you meet one of them in, like, one of their fake human suits, like, it's not so much an individual as, like, a collective making... It's best imitation of one. Oh, okay. Okay, then we can just... Hmm. I, we have to catch up with Nyx, because I have some moral questions for her. Oh, yeah, she's a truck of a head. Yeah, we should probably catch up. Do you know that she smells like a snake? Oh, yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah, she's definitely part snake. Okay, good to know, good to know. But, like... But she's your friend, yeah, right? Yeah, she's not, like, the dick kind of snake oh yeah she's the good kind of snake yeah who could probably help us kill all other snakes and then she can be queen of the snakes and then it'd be pretty cool right yeah yeah maybe he licks his lips and then says all right um well it's this way and he starts heading off in the direction of nix gotcha follows not loving bastion right now <laughs> but nix don't know so she just walking. <laughs> <laughs> okay there's a door on the left of the right, and the hallway continues straight ahead. Bastion starts going through the left-hand door. Oh! <laughs> Nyx can't see him, though, right? Yeah, Nyx doesn't see him. Um, she's going to open the right-hand door. But Nyx, we're, we're going left. Cha-cha, like, this is our thing. Like, we go right. It's like a... Yeah, but Bastion's here, and he knows where the lab is. Peek in real quick, Nix. Just peek in. Because we are exploring still. All right, all right. Nix will open the door to the left. Okay. You see there is a metal pole in the center of this room. There are two doors leading directly forward, spaced apart in this room. The pole has a glass container at the top, which seems to contain little gobs of darting, glowing Maybe it's goo or something else. Maybe it's solid. It just kind of looks almost like goo moving through water. Sort of a blue-white ice color darting back and forth. 
And you can also see like just above that glass container, almost like a holographic image of an eye, which sort of blinks and looks side to side before fading away. I mean, Nix will like kind of skirt to the side to let the experts do the thinking. Dilly is going to create an image of himself and have that image walk towards... You said there was a pole in the center? Mm-hmm. So the eye flicks back into existence and zeroes in on the illusion, watching it as it approaches the pole. Dilly will have that illusion approach the pole and then, quote, touch it. Okay. So the eye watches it reach out. And there is a moment where, in this holographic image of the eye, it's almost like all the blood vessels that you see in the white of the eye burst. And the eyes feel red, and then it disappears. And there is a sudden flash of light in the room until your illusion disappears. It's not that you consciously stopped it. It's just that particular illusion has been filtered out by the room itself. Like it was erased? Is that the vibe Dilly's getting? I would say it's unclear about an understanding Numenera roll. May I make an understanding Numenera roll? Yes, so it is going to be a 12 understanding Numenera. Your level of effort brings it to a 9. Dilly gets 4 anyway. You have no idea whether it's been erased or just filtered out. Dilly will create another one, Do have it do the same thing just to see if the same thing happens. The same illusion or something different? The same illusion. I don't see anything. As in Dilly can't create an image of himself? I mean, you feel yourself doing it, but you don't see anything happen in there. There's nothing visible. And the eye does not appear. Okay. I'm just guessing, but I feel like this pole, but maybe specifically the eye, if you touch the pole, you turn invisible. I think. And Dilly's going to, like, go back to the hallway and then, like, try to create that, like, same image of himself in the hallway outside of the room. Yeah, so you create the solution in the hallway. It appears. Okay. It looks like you. Maybe slightly more flattering than it should be. (laughs) Well, Dilly hasn't seen a mirror in a while, so who's to say? One thing I will say that Dilly perceives about this illusion Cha-Cha and Nyx do not perceive this. But Dilly, one of your eyes is its normal dark green color. The other one is bright red. Ooh. Dilly's going to try to, like, quickly, like, modify that to the normal dark green. There is, like, a static shuffle, but it still looks red. Ah, fucking goddamn. All right. Uh, And then what happens when Dilly has that illusion of himself walk it back into the room? As soon as it crosses the threshold of the room, it disappears. <laughs> but Dilly still feels it there? Yeah, as far as Dilly knows, he's still generating. Okay. Yeah, so I think the pole makes things invisible. I don't know if it's only in this room or if that's just a weird quirk of me using the illusions to do the same thing. Just a guess. I'm not sure, though. Unless someone actually wants to touch it. I, I mean... I could be easily persuaded to touch it. Same. Touch, I'd rather you not touch another load-bearing column, you know? Actually, was this load-bearing or was it just coming out of the floor? Just coming out of the floor. Does not seem to touch the surface. Maybe fair, but you need someone to touch the column, Dilly? Is that... I can, yeah, Chacha, I'm just, I just really don't want to persuade you to do that. That just seems... Because I, I might be wrong. I, I'm just guessing. I mean, have you, like, tried to understand it yet, Dilly? No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't know unless somebody touches it and maybe they turn invisible or maybe they just get vaporized. Have we tried throwing inanimate objects at it? I've tried it. I've tried understanding. I haven't thrown anything at it. Good point, Chacha. I've tried understanding it and I get just best guess. This is my best guess. Hang on. Let me, uh, let me think about it. <laughs> Nix puts on her thinking cap. <laughs> Everyone back up. Give her, give her some space. What was the difficulty on understanding this thing? It was a 12, I think. So 15 for Nix. Nix is going to be confident, so she's going to eliminate her inability. Can Chacha help? 
So that takes it from a 12 to a... Can Dilly help with his <laughs> general light guess of what it might be? And then double assists? Mm, okay. <laughs> I feel like you, Gail. Like I'm holding up my card between my fingers. But it's a D20. It seems to be a some sort of lookout. Like it's a security system. Presumably it has some sort of defense associated with it. Yo, this shit's got defenses. And uh, Nix will look for the defenses. Mm-hmm. You can't see the obvious defenses there. Just know that this type of Numenera is normally associated with that. Yep, this is some dangerous shit. Yeah. So, do we throw a rock at it? No. Cha-cha. Yo, race. Come up here. Be a part of the fucking team. Like, look at this shit. Yeah? You know the technology. Like, yeah. What do you... You just want me to look at it? We're looking for the... Def- the def- Like, is this shit dangerous? You know, like, that's our whole... Like, thing. Oh, you want me to scan it? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Shit, yeah. Scan. All right. Um, and he kind of, like, takes a deep breath, and he looks across, and his eyes become very contemplative. And he stares. And then you start to notice the slightest drip of blood coming from his left nostril. And then he falls to the ground, seizing. Uh Uh-oh. Like a full-on seizure on the ground. And you hear Vlad cry out from behind, like in a sort of a grumpy voice, Not again! And Vlad is running forward with a stick to try to jam between Race's teeth so he doesn't bite his tongue. You're not supposed to do that anymore, actually. Yeah, yeah, that can lead to choking, Vlad. Like, you're just supposed to sort of move, and Nix is doing this as she says so, move everything away from him and, like, maybe try to cushion his head. Like, you just gotta let it run its course. He's like, alright, alright, fine. Brace will seize for, like, another two minutes before he finally stops and falls unconscious. Can Chacha just do a healing check while that's happening? Like, during that two minutes. That'll be a nine, and that'll be a six for you. Sixteen. Yeah, Race is having a seizure. It's not clear what's causing it. You would guess it is some sort of overexertion of him using his esoteric. Not really anything to immediately stop it. It's one of those things where you have to wait it out. Like, after those two minutes, he does, like, kind of fall unconscious. And, you know, he could be woken up. But it's, like, he's definitely been through something as a response of his exertions. Quick question. Does Race have any, like obvious, like, implants or cosmetic Numenera stuff? No, he does not. He looks okay. relatively vanilla human. Gotcha. I want to do another healing check to see if there's anything we could do to help decrease the frequencies of these attacks. I would say with your existing healing pass role, there's nothing you can do there. Damn. This is the result of something that's some sort of deep physical possibly also emotional trauma like it's not the kind of thing that you can like it's there's nothing you could do in the short term to help with it mm-hmm. that's fair okay i guess chacha should tell everybody so we should probably stop asking him to scan so much because he's getting stress seizures okay team throw something at the pillar is back requesting <laughs> to be put into the field I, yeah, I mean, next, did you learn anything from, no, yeah, that's a security thing, right? Yeah, it's just got, like, some security defenses. Honestly, maybe just note that and leave it? Like, I don't know. Well. I feel like last week I would have been all about, like, throwing some shit at it. But this week, we got Vlad here, so, like, ooh, yeah. And we're trying to impress him and show him that. We are not trying to impress him, Dilly. We're trying to show him that. We are very well learned, remember, that we know what we're doing. I thought we were just going to make him try and look at the column. Nah, we're just trying to shake him off as soon as possible. So, like, yeah, same thing, I guess. He can probably hear us, too. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are adorable. I mean, honesty is a virtue, right? (laughs) I suppose so. Uh, Cha-cha, we were following Bastion. 
Honestly, from what I know, I don't know if the caller would be impressed right now. We haven't killed that many people yet. Yeah, and I, like, appreciate, like, you're trying to motivate. Like, I see what you're doing, Vlad, and, like, legit. Like, it's your job, I get it, but you missed the mark there. But I just gotta tell you, man, like... He just looks at you, Nixon, and says, Okay. Ha <laughs> well, this is fun. Uh, Cha-Cha, where did Bastion go? Oh. Uh... Oh, it's this away. He's uh, across the room and pointing at the door to the right. It's a forward door, but it's the right-hand mm-hmm. side door. The door on the right is the way we go, but, like, um, got across the column. Well, I can try putting a ball around the holographic eye. See if someone can cross with that up. Oh, yeah, Dilly. If you'll do it, I'll try it. Hell yeah. All right. Um, Dilly puts a opaque ball around the, uh, or rather around where the holographic eye would be because it only activates when you get near it, right? Correct. Uh, Dilly puts a opaque illusion around that eye then. Okay. Vlad will assist you in that. And he lifts up a hand and your illusion appears thicker and denser than any you've made before. It almost looks like even to your trained eyes, Dilly, real. Well, shit. Uh, thank you, Vlad. Mr. Icarus? I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, Nyx, you want to try it? So Nyx will try to move through, but she will move through at the fastest pace the slowest person can make. So I don't know if that's Dilly or if that's Race. Probably Race. Okay, so Race's fastest capability. Okay. You get all the way across the room. Oh. Next turn says thumbs up. I guess Chacha's going next. Okay. Get across. Dilly, I guess, will go next. Still concentrating on the uh, orb. Dilly makes it all the way across. Vlad motions at Race. Race, like, tries to make his way across. It's a little faster than he should. He's getting a little nervous halfway through, but he gets nervous and scuttles over, but he makes it all the way across. And then Vlad comes and makes it all the way across. Dilly dismisses the illusion. Before or after you open the door and go into the next room. Oh! I would vote for after as Alex. I think Dilly would not even think about that. He would think, oh, we're all across the other side. Boop! He's not even thinking about the other door. Okay, so then the eye winks into appearance and stares at you guys directly. And a portal opens and a creature steps through that looks like a nine-foot-tall humanoid, almost goat-like creature, but without any skin. It is all muscle and viscera with oozing blood on its exterior. So sexy. And it steps through, and then another one steps through before the gate closes. Two of these things face you. And uh, these things are coming at you, so it's going to be initiative. God damn it. 19? Shit. 11. 14. These things go first. First one charges at Nyx and swings. Nyx, please make it 21 speed defense roll. Fuck. Hmm. Shit. 21, so that's a 15. Mm-hmm. I'll spend an effort. Ooh, 15. Okay. So you manage to dodge as it swings this staff at you. And you notice that as it swings, the staff has light that emits from the top and extends forward, almost making the shape of axe heads on either side of it. But they're sort of a glowing blue as they swing. But you dodge it. The other one is going to attack Dilly. Dilly, please make a 21 speed defense. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Dilly is going to put one level of effort into that. Mm -hmm. 18. Nice. You manage to dodge as it swings this staff at you, also appearing as this bladed weapon. Next up is Nyx. Yeah, she's gonna attack the closest one. Okay. Mm, she might actually, unless it's impossible, attack the one that attacked Dilly, actually. Attack the one that attacked Dilly, okay. okay. So, because this is so big, it will be a 15 might roll to attack. Okay, so that is a... I will spend my free level, which drops it to 12. 
trained in unarmed attacks, a nine. Seventeen. Okay. That's plus one damage, so that's eight damage, right? Fuck yeah, it is. Kidney shot. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. It lets out this bellow. It's like as if a goat and an elephant call was mixed with some distortion at the same time. Freaky. And then we go to Vlad. No, actually, we go to Cha-Cha. Like, Alex, the person, is just like, should we just try and go through the door and just be like, eh? <laughs> you don't want to fight some skinless Bahamuts? I mean, they're they're just too cute for us. But, like, Cha-Cha's <laughs> full ready for the murder, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess Chacha's going to try and shoot one of them with a pew-pew. Fuck yeah. Okay. But Alex, the person, is just like, why aren't we just going through the door? The one that's already been hit or the other one? The one that's already been hit. Okay. So that will be a 15. I got a 16. Okay. You hit it for four damage at going on. Next up is Vlad. Vlad will... Shoot the one that's already wounded with a dart thrower and does some damage. Next up is Dilly. Dilly will use Major Illusion to put two black balls around both of their heads that reek of ammonia. Ooh, cat pee. Mm. Like a brewery. Okay, I like that. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, give me a. 21 intellect roll. You're trained in illusions. Yes. So that's a 15. Could that be an 18? Or are you including the uh, free level of effort that I have? I was assuming you were going to do the free level of effort. I was. Dilly will pour on two additional levels of efforts. Okay. That's a nine. Five. Okay. So you create these illusions, but you just, they like dodge out of the way and you can't keep up with their head motion. Nice. It's almost like they're too quick to think about where their heads are going to be. They sort of dodge. In fact, they're almost doing sort of like a dance that almost seems to be designed to confuse their opponents about where they will be at any given time. Like most dancers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next up is Race. Race will try to send an onslaught at one of these things and totally miss. He's totally perplexed by the way that they move. Poor guy. And then it will go to these creatures. One of them will attack Nyx. It's a 21. It's speed defense, right? So 15. 15 for you. 14. Okay. You will take 8 points of might damage. Armor? Armor will help. Help. Good. The other one is also going to strike at Nyx. 21. <laughs> so 15 for you. 17. Yeah. Okay. So you manage to dodge its strike. Next up is Nyx. First, I'd like to spend the three speed... I should have did this a while ago. Three speed points for moving like water. You spin and move so that your defense and attacks are aided by your fluid motion. For one minute, all of your attacks and speed defense tasks gain an asset. Is that an action to activate? This is an abler. Oh, that's all the time. But it has a cost. So I think I have to spend the points to activate it. It's an enabler, but does it have an action to activate? It doesn't say that. What is it called again? Moving like water. Sometimes I truncate for the purposes of my character sheet, so let me look it up. Legit. Moving like water. You spin and move to your defense and attacks. For one minute, all your attacks and speed defense gains an action. Yes. Ooh, that'll be nice. So it doesn't say action to activate, though. So I think you just have to spend the points. Yeah, let's... I think you just have to spend the points. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you found that. For some reason, it was eluding me. So she'll do that. And then try advantage to disadvantage. Attack an armed fo- foe, damaging and disarming. Weapon in hand or 10 feet away, hindered. Okay. So that negates the moving like water. Yep. And what is it to hit? 15. I'll take my free level plus two more. Okay, so that brings it down to six. Unarmed. Three. All right. Don't let me down, Bessie. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. So you hit this figure for how much? Seven damage. Are you doing advantage to disadvantage? But it damages and disarms. So I can either choose to have the staff ten feet away on the ground or Nyx has it. Hmm. 
Is it a heavy weapon? It's a medium weapon. Nix will take it away. So she'll take it. Okay, so Nix has it. Okay. But next up is Chacha. Guess we just keep shooting the most injured one. Okay, so it'll be, since it's a light weapon, it's a 12 to hit. 13. Okay, so it does another 4 damage. Not like that, he looks in very bad shape. Next up is Vlad. He will shoot a dart thrower at it. He misses. Next up is Dilly. Alright, seeing that his uh, st- <laughs> that his stinky balls are not working. <laughs> Dilly is going to... I don't know if this is going to work at all. Dilly's going to pull out the data vaults, point it at the least injured of the skinless Bahamuts, activate it, and try to manifest the uh, hard lights in the same space as the uh, other skinless Bahamut. Ooh, that's very good. Evens Rod Samson. Shit. Evens. Base roll die. Tell me if you even rod. Um, Damn it. So you do this, and it definitely hurts the creature. You have to guess it was like 10 might points of damage. You strike it. Nice. I feel like that's a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not a kill. Maybe we should do this more often. You feel like if only you had been a little bit luckier, you might have done twice as much as that. But oh, oh. <laughs> I rolled a one on that. So ah, uh, damn. We'll try to work a work that out of our system. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Race, who is going to fire an onslaught at these creatures and utterly miss. Hmm. So next up are the creatures. One of them is going to swing at Nyx. Is it the unarmed one? Yes. So it'll only be a 12. Six for Nyx. 14. Okay, you dodge handily out of the way. The other one is going to swing at Dilly because Dilly heard it and made it feel bad. <laughs> so Dilly, it is a 21 speed defense. All right. going to spend one level of efforts of my speed to lower that to something manageable. 15... And Nyx is there. Because okay. it's a new round. So Nyx will take that attack. So Nyx takes this attack. So Nyx, it'll be eight points of my damage. Feels good. Seven. Because <laughs> Nyx has one armor. Nice. Okay. Now it's Nyx's turn. It is not. Nyx took her action. Oh, yeah. Right. So now it is Chata's turn. I guess we should shoot again. Okay. Which one are you shooting at? Most injured. Always most injured. Okay. So that'll be a 12 since it's a light weapon. No, I got a 7. <laughs> okay, so your blast goes wide and just barely misses it. It's like it, it's. Your shot was like dead on, but it manages to dodge out of the way. With the Matrix dance moves, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too sexy for us. So next up is Vlad. He shoots his dart thrower again. Stace, roll die. Tell me if you can even run. Even? Okay, he misses. Fuck! <laughs> Next up is Dilly. I think Dilly is going to bring his stinky ball illusions together and just have it focus on the one that's just attacked Nyx. Okay. Twenty one. Oof. Alright. Three levels of effort, including the free one, and I'm trained in my illusions. Not a hundred and thirteen. Just the thirteen. Nine. Six. Okay, it manages to dodge out of the way of your ball of terrible mess. <laughs> Again. No one can resist my sweaty balls. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Take two point, you know, intelligence points damage for that. Hey, that's the best SNL no. skin of all time. I've my all my intelligence points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next up is Rice, who is utterly going to miss again. No! Come on, race. I would like yeah. him to be more effective, Daniel. Come on. He just had a seizure. He's just barely recovering. Next up are uh, the critters. One is going to attack next for 21. That fucking sucks. 15. Effort. Okay. 15. Nice. You manage to dodge as it swings its fist at you. The other one is going to attack Dilly again. Dilly, 21. Speed defense. Tough nuts, Dilly. I can't spend any more speed, so I'm just going to roll to see if I get a 20. I don't. So, 
so eight point damage. Ow. Oh. Next up is Nyx. So there's one that's unarmed and looks pretty bad compared to the other one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is what Nyx is going to go after. She's going to punch the fuck out of it. <laughs> maybe like a Genius. Knee Something. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a what, Daniel? It would be a 15. So unarmed, 12. Free effort, 9. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Two effort. Oh, my God. It's fine. <laughs> Brings it down to three. And you have might left to burn for that. Yeah, this time. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. How much damage is it again? Seven. What does it look like when you kill this skinless goat person? Nice. So Nyx had ripped its staff away from it, but she doesn't hit it with the staff. She hits it with her bow, with her elbow, just straight in the fucking throat, collapsing its airway until it suffocates to death. It's doing that on the floor when Nyx pulls back her arm again and lets fly at the next one using successive attack, attack second foe as part of the same action upon killing an enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it'll be a... One to no, sorry, fifteen to hit. Okay, effort down to a twelve. Actually, as is a melee fighter's prerogative, I'm going to use speed and spend three levels of effort. Okay, because I definitely thought that was something I could do. Fourteen. Okay, so you hit them for you're attacking the wounded one again, right? No, you already killed yeah, the wounded yeah. one. So this is seven one. to the other one. Okay, it does not like that. It bellows. Fuck yeah, it does. Next up is Cha-Cha. I guess we're going after the last remaining guy. Okay. So it is a 15 to hit. If you're using your pew-pew, it's a 12. Uh, Using pew-pew, and I got a 15. I'm just like sitting here just like, I really just want to make a break through the door, but that's really not in Cha-Cha's character. And I was like, (laughs) why can't we go through the door, guys? Like Alex is screaming. So, <laughs> so you hit it, and then do me a favor, Alex. Roll a d20 twice for me for depletion. I was going to mention this last one. If I should probably roll for depletion now. How often do I need to roll for depletion? Every time you use it. Every time you use the weapon, technically. Okay. I got a 14 and an 8. Okay. I'll just start doing, like, double rolls every time I shoot. And uh, next up is Blob. He tries to attack the creature. Alex, roll die. Tell me if you even survives. Odd. Okay, so you miss. Um, or Vlad misses, rather. Sorry. Next up is Dilly. Dilly, slightly shaking from all the fucking damage he's taken. He's going to pull out his own pew-pew gun and name it out damaged. Bahamut. Okay, that's 12 to hit. Uh, yeah, all right. Whoop. 15, but it rolled off the... Nah, it is a 15. Stayed on the table. Okay. So you hit them for four damage. They do not look good. Next up is Race. Race misses again. He has, he's really panicked about it. He's really low level, guys. Like, it's not his fault. It's okay. He's trying. Like, where it is. He just needs to try harder. Race is at his best when he can use a cipher to help him. Well, he shouldn't have fucking wasted it. So it's this critter's turn again, and they are going to swing at. Nyx. They've identified Nyx as the bigger threat. So, Nyx, it's a 21. 15 for Nyx. Yep. I will go ahead and spend two levels of speed effort. Mm-hmm. Seven? That seems bad. That sounds low. <laughs> yeah, that won't do it. So you'll take eight points of bite damage. Love it. Nyx is uh, impaired. Nice. So it's Nyx's turn. So to hit, it is a 15, right? Base. Unarmed mm-hmm. 12. Yep. One speed effort. <laughs> One speed effort. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> brings down a nine. Okay. I'm going to say that's actually... Yeah. And one more speed effort for damage. Ooh. Feeling... Confident. Confident. Spicy. <laughs> 15. Okay. So it is 10 damage then? Right? I'm that, yep, I'm sure it is, Daniel. <laughs> I'm going to take you do the math. Okay. Because it's plus three damage okay. on top of your usual seven. Yep. What does it look like when you kill this last skinless goat humanoid creature? Yes. DPS. Nice. So I want to say Nyx took like 
on that last hit. She took like something to the chin, like something pretty hard, right? Like her lip is split, she's bleeding, but she just uses the momentum, lets her head fling back, and then headbutts the shit out of this guy. Just absolutely breaks his nose, tangles up his face. Ooh. We can say like bone splinters into his brain. Like whatever we gotta do to make this scene work. And <laughs> yeah, he did. So I think you headbutt him. And from Nix's point of view, you're just, it's basically what you described. Okay. From Dilly and Chacha's point of view, you see Nix get hit in the chin by this goat creature. And then you see her open her mouth wide, showing her fangs. And then she swings her head forward to headbutt this creature. And their skull explodes. And brains go splattering across the other side of the room. Fatality. Holy shit. Finish him. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Anyone going to eat that? Maybe save one for Bastion. All right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we take it into the next room. Guys, I need... Yeah, all right. So Nyx will drag his best... She's weak. She's she's at zero one nine, guys. (laughs) Nyx is so weak. I feel that. Dilly's at one one thirteen. Do you guys just want to open the next door? Do you want to stop and rest? What's that holographic eye doing? We want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. We don't need that holographic eye summoning any more critters. Yeah, what's digital Sauron doing? It's still there. I should probably go in the next room. Just Weekly, Dilly will put up a black orb around the eye. Okay. Blob helps you again. Bastion looks at Cha-Cha and says, That was weird. Why didn't you guys just go through the door? There's nothing on the other side here. Really? <laughs> really? See, I thought everybody was just like, no, we got to defend. You know, hey, guys, we could have gone through the door this whole time because there's nothing on the other side. We didn't need to do that. And Chasha, like... <laughs> yeah, there was a constraining field around it. Those things couldn't have left the room anyway. Chasha, I buy the time. Like, you open the door. All right? So, like... You get what I'm saying? Someone should open that door. Uh, My job is to... I thought I was supposed to bet. Okay, so next time we do this, you buy time, I open doors, because that's my destiny to save the world. Got it. Yeah, but, like, keep apprised of the situation, because sometimes we are just going to have to, like, finish a fight, cha-cha. But in this case, like, yeah, explore options to get away. Those things were tough as fuck. I'm so hungry. Why don't we just, like... You have a snack, and then we go to the other room. Yeah, yeah. We should go to the other room first, because I don't... We shouldn't have this eye looking at us the whole time. (laughs) Nyx is, like, limply trying to drag this thing. Okay. So you drag it into this next room. This room is roughly circular in shape, maybe 20 meters in diameter. There's a door to the right. There's a door to the left. Along the center of this room are some shelves with racks of devices that glow with a green light. Those fucking jade eggs. And there is a small other, like, sort of box or containment system next to the right-hand door. That's roughly, mm, it's roughly two feet tall and two feet wide. It's roughly a square. Dix searches her body? For anything inedible? Not really. There's nothing much on there. I mean, they had their staff, but other than that, like, they're just skinless goat humanoid. She gonna eat it. (laughs) Okay. You start reaching out to eat it, and your mouth opens wide, and the rest of you watch as Nyx shoves this entire nine-foot-tall humanoid down her mouth. And falls asleep. Yeah. There. Dilly, nearly being exhausted, just kind of kind of like stare at it, just like not really reacting and just like, okay. And then like check the room to see if any of the devices or the box are like dangerous or immediately dangerous, at least. The devices seem to be fitted into slots. They can be removed and they have their own activation sequence, like a switch and a power button. Cool. And seeing no immediate danger, Dilly's just kind of like, Go to a wall nearby everybody and make a few recovery rolls. Okay. Nix will be asleep for an hour and a half. 
dope. Dylan's going to make the first three. What does Vlad think? Yeah. I have to know. Yeah. <laughs> Vlad is a little perplexed by Nyx. And he goes over and grabs Dilly by the shoulder. Oh. And says, I knew about Cha-Cha, but what the fuck did I just see Nyx do? Um, Nyx, Nyx. Yeah, Nyx uh, picked up some some sort of snake thing a couple of days after we got back from our first job, I think. Yeah, she um, can poison people with some fangs that come out. Uh, the eating people is relatively new, but I she's, she's in control of it. She just, she gets hungry, you know? Okay, she just ate an entire humanoid. You say it like it's weird, and I, logically I know it's weird, but it's just kind of, it feels pretty normal nowadays. Cha-Cha, you notice that Bastion is standing over by Nix's sleeping form. And he's kind of kneeled down next to her. Bastion, did you eat your giant goat thing? Nix isn't food. I just, it just, she, she reminds me so much of the imps. Yeah, but like, she's nice, unlike them. So hungry, Cha-Cha. Do I need to like, get like a rolled up newspaper? <laughs> That's kind of rude. I thought we were friends. We are, but, like, you're trying to eat my other friend. I'm not going to eat her. I'm just saying she looks tasty. But what about the other but dead bodies? Yeah, the other not quite the same. And you see him wander over to the other goat creature that Nyx did not eat. And you see him reach out a hand, and his hand turns into claws. And everybody else, you see suddenly this corpse rent open. And this blood spatters. But Chacha, you see Bastion reach down into this shape and pluck out this pulse of glowing purple-red, almost bruise-color energy that he pops into his mouth and swallows. And he says, that's better. They like, it's not as bad. Yeah, not as tasty. But it'll do in a pinch. Right. And then we're probably going to get more of the tentacle guys clearing this place out. All right. So Dilly was checking on the devices, right? He was just looking, not touching anything before taking his own nap. But Okay. So it looks like the devices could be unslotted from their position if you want. Okay. And you know how you could turn them on if you wanted. Anything else will cry or roll. Okay. Then Dilly's going to save that till after... His own hour and a half nap. Okay. So Bastion has just consumed this energy that he plucked from one of these goat creatures. And if we're saying that time has passed to an hour and a half, Nyx wakes up. Nyx, all your pools are full. Yes. Bullshit. We're making sure it's Carlisle's body disposal service. <laughs> you provide the bedroll, we provide the removal. <laughs> 90 minutes taps. <laughs> so Dilly's recovery rolls only require hour and 10. So I think he's been at least walking around for a little bit. But now that the muscle is up and ready. Are you just investigating the racks or are you also investigating the other containment system? I think he's just looking around walking. So not really a full investigation. But yeah, anything that visually he could see, I guess he's investigating. Okay. Then give me a perception roll of 12. Three levels of intellect. Natural 20. You definitely notice on the containment device a depression at the seam at the top that seems to match a square of synth you guys recovered from one of the other bodies. Mm. What would you propose is a major effect? Major effect for perception. I want to do something with Aster again. Mm -hmm. As Dilly has had another near-death experience and is now just kind of looking around, just kind of quietly observing everything, I think unconsciously one of the... some sort of mental block or gate kind of falls away as Dilly's kind of healing from the most recent trauma. And I, I want Aster's sight. I want Dilly to have access to what Aster can see as a major mm. effect. 
So after, as you're looking around, you notice this sort of augmented reality view where once again, you see the threat assessments for all of your companions, but then you also see the racks of devices there and you see a highlight over them that says gravity compensation and there are a number of glyphs that you don't recognize. And then you look at the other container and say um, organic containment unit and then it highlights a entrance key sequence and then also an image of the calculated predetermined key which looks a lot like one of the devices that was pulled off of that first tentacle creature that you guys encountered so sorry gravity compensation and then what was over the uh containment organic containment organic containment gravity compensation was over the green devices and the shelves Mm -hmm. okay as this kind of comes over dilly's eyes dilly's going to talk to aster like what are you doing what are you putting over my eyes just sharing my sight with you giving you some more insight well ask next time but thank you but ask Fine. when dilly sees that nix is awake he goes to the group and informs him what he sees of the devices and the uh containment thing so yeah these things these green things are doing some sort of gravity compensation i don't know quite what but that thing and dilly points to the uh box next to the uh, door that's some sort of organic containment and that has the key hole to fit the little cube that you found next on the quote guide that we had for like five minutes sick you want to use it dilly um i don't know because i don't know what it's containing organic's kind of a broad term and i'm still kind of sore yo chacha can your friend like tell Mm. Bastion, you want in? He goes over and shoves his face through the synth surface of the box. It comes out like, huh, it's kind of cute. He says it's cute. So let's open the box. Well, hold on. What's his definition of cute? I mean, I think usually I think it's, you know, the, everybody's definition of cute. All right. But I'm like ready to fight it, Chacha. So. But like if it's cute. You're cute, Chacha, and you are very dangerous. Like, that's not. That's true. Wow. True. True. But maybe it's less dangerous. All right. I'm just going to stand back here. Well, you guys open that. Yeah. Nix will look around, make sure everyone's ready, including Vlad and Race, mm-hmm. and put the little square thingy in the keyhole or whatever. Okay. So you put the square thingy in the keyhole. It lights up and lights appear along the seam of this box and it opens and inside you see what appears to be a furry sphere with large dark eyes looking up at you almost wide like they're almost like for a moment startled by you and they kind of shake themselves into a corner of it and make this squeaking noise of what were those Star Trek creatures? Truffles? Tribbles. Tribbles. Trouble with tribbles. And this is more spherical than a triple. Okay. But the fur does look almost as soft. And it has eyes, like puppy dog eyes, that look up at you. This is our new love. Yeah, I gotta agree with you, Chacha. Like, definitely our new love, yeah. <laughs> How much teeth does it have? Dilly calls from, like, halfway across the room. Next, we'll hold out a hand open-palmed toward the creature. For a moment, it like pauses, and then it bounces across the container and hops into your hand. Its fur is incredibly soft. It's like rabbit fur. And Nyx is well-fed at this moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it hops into your hand, and it makes this trilling sound. Oh, no. Like a high-pitched version of a purr. Oh, no. <laughs> Nyx scratches it behind the... Ears? Question mark? Ear hole? It doesn't have ears. It's sort of a sphere. Uh, behind the sphere? <laughs> yeah, if you're guessing based off of its eye placement, it, the trilling sounds gets even louder. And there's a deeper tone that matches it. Oh my god, Cha-Cha, this thing is fucking cute. This was worth every minute of annoyance. What's the verdict? 
cute, Dilly. It's just fucking cute. Like, look at it. And Nixel, like, not sudden motions or anything, but, like, turn her it hand. It closes its eyes and starts nuzzling. Into- <gasps> it's mine, Dilly. Uh, okay. But we have visitation rights. It's gonna have to earn my trust. Is it eating you? Is it taking over your mind? No, it's, like, snuggling me, Dilly. Burrowing into your skin? Cha-cha. At this moment, you suddenly feel Hubert start frantically scribbling in your pocket, trying to find a way out in a way. And that's where we'll end this episode. No! Daniel, no! Hubert knows what's up. <laughs> do not give us a tribble and then make <laughs> it bad. Or do. Like, whatever. Samson, something about this episode. I like that <laughs> we stayed and fought the skinless Bahamuts. Even though we could have tried running, but that's no fun. I like how we're just consciously all too in character to be like, yeah, let's leave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I also like that against Dilly's will, but I'm very much enjoying it, that Dilly is growing closer to Aster in ways that he does not want to do consciously. Join. Honestly, Samson, when you used Aster as one of your major effects, I was so fucking excited, so... That was an awesome choice. Yeah, thank you. I had a fun time. And also, again, Nick's just eating one of them and full fucking stat blocks back. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm jealous. I'm genuinely jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty cool building. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, admittedly, she has to sleep for an hour and a half afterwards, but... I feel like I have to say, I have no idea what Daniel's going to throw at me in terms of Nick's mutations. So this shit's just fucking cool. <laughs> Daniel, I'm loving it. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I'm actively looking at Twitter, so I don't fuck this up. (laughs) So now that we're starting to get out of this Panera bread and everyone's going to see people again, I would like... Did you mean this Pandemi Lovato? Yeah, this pizza hut. <laughs> oh, shit. I would like to recommend two to three YouTube channels, but like they can be classified under the umbrella of the Welsh twins, James and Robert Welsh. They are YouTubers. Hmm. James does skincare and Robert does makeup. They each have their own individual channels, and they also have a podcast, The Double Glands, and they also have a joint channel called The Welsh Twins, where they prove weekly that they are not the same person, because they are, I believe, identical Hmm. twins. One just has a scar in their eyebrow. Okay. But yeah, I really enjoy their content because they give honest reviews of the makeup products and skincare, and they kind of explain, like, if you're looking for skincare suggestions i would highly recommend looking into james Walsh's channel and just like general knowledge it is amazing Hmm. okay so it's james welsh and who's the other welsh robert welsh okay it's also fun to go watch them on twitter because they talk so much shit to each other it's amazing okay very cool i love a good makeup or skincare channel honestly like when it's done well it's amazing very cool so if people wanted to tell us what they think about the Welsh twins or their favorite tip from the Welsh twins, or even more radically, what they think about the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, an excellent place to begin would be by going to explorerswanted.fm. From there, they can access all our socials, all the places we have planted our flag on the internet. On Twitter, for example, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcasts. If these hypothetical listeners would like to interact with us directly, we are very active on our Discord, which they can find at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. That'll bring them to the link. That'll bring them to the Discord. Additionally, if they have an overwhelming feeling to give us money and is within their means, you can support us at patreon.com slash explorerswanted. Yes, please do. If you can't, honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends and tell them why they should listen to the show and why you love it. 
The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Stitcher. If I'm being honest, the thing that makes the most difference for us is Apple Podcasts. That really influences people finding us. Podchaser is a close second there. If you didn't like the podcasts, or if you just thought it was meh, well, you should know there is a creature that lives their life backwards. They violate the traffic laws of time and each morning take one step farther into the past. I don't know how long they've been walking. They aren't human. At least I don't believe so, but in dim light, they can pass well enough. At seven feet tall, they easily loom over most people they encounter. Their eyes are dark, almost a solid indigo, with no whites to be seen, and their skin is a dark gray. They keep their hair short and uneven, like they cut it with a kitchen knife as opposed to shears. This may sound familiar, and it should. You know them, or you will know them. You see, they visited me last night, catching me by surprise as I was taking my recycling to the curb. As always, there was a thrum to the air like radio static that you could feel, but not hear. They leaned down to me, parting their lips, and misjudging the angle, I kissed their long teeth. Their mouth tasted of sweat, warm breath, and something sweet I couldn't identify. When I asked what that faint flavor was, they said it was you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. Daniel, I go to bed after we record. But anyway, <laughs> people can find me on Twitter at Stace Window. I'm very confused because I think Dan just described my dad. I'm at Slam Potato. <laughs> I thought that was a romantic story for like 70% of it. You can t- agree with me or not at Real T Unicorn and T with the Unicorn on Twitch. <laughs> That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good day, night, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye. 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 said it was the road to recovery not recovery <laughs> is that a fucking tupperware <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't tell if it was that or like the large size jumbo soup to go container from a chinese restaurant it's a 32 ounce tupperware cup yes <laughs> beautiful i love it <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that again once I stop coughing. <laughs> yes, it's a 32-ounce Tupperware cup. It's yellow. Is, if is it cares. actually a cup? It's a cup now. Wow. <laughs> Bravo. It looks like those curry containers I have when I'm done with them. I drink one of these every Friday morning, guys. <laughs> wow. I don't know it was out of a Tupperware. Yeah. Shit. Comes with a lid, I just don't use it. <laughs> Biggest fucking sippy cup. <laughs> None of this is making it to the final episode. Oh, damn Fuck. it. That was quality fucking content, Daniel. Yeah. Shit, you think I drink out of fucking Tupperware cups for my fucking health? Actually, that's exactly why I drink out of Tupperware <laughs> cups. Yeah. No, some of it will make it there, but most of it will go to an outtake. Very well. Apologies, Future Dan, for whatever this episode is going to be. Leave it in, Future Dan. This is gold, Future Dan. Yeah, everything will just be smooth after the five-minute 19 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just worried you're going to cut this down to, like, 20 minutes, and that's, like, agree the best episode any, you can get. Yeah. 20-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, I cut at least 30 minutes per recording.
Um, oh God. <laughs> again, Aster being an amazing murder monster helped Dilly dodge that explosion and was about to solve the race issue, but <clears throat> that sounded different than I intended. Like his name's race. Oh no. He was about to um, discipline this guy for. I think I might be almost sober, but I know that it's a lie. <laughs> Chris, are you saying right now that you are officially white girl drunk? <gasps> Me? Yeah. I only get white girl drunk. <laughs> Bye. 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 I seriously thought the end was like a weird romantic story. Like you've met like the love of your life taking out your recycling and you had this cute kiss and they're just like, oh yeah, it's you. But then it got a little kinky when they said that. I was like, oh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>